All right, guys, welcome back to the Young Adult Podcast. We've been gone for a few weeks because of Christmas and New Year's, but welcome to 2019. We just took our young adults to Passion Conference, and so we're going to take uh, a little bit of time in this first podcast of the year. And just to give you a little bit of context of what that is, it was 40,000 young adults connected through four different venues across three different states. And it was geared for young adults, 18 to 25, and for us it was 18 to 30. And, and the whole purpose of the conference was for us to lift up the name of Jesus and to encourage each other in our faith. We had a great three days listening to multiple communicators, multiple worship leaders. It's just an incredible event. And I've got five of my friends who uh, went with us, young adults that were there, to tell you in their own words what God really impressed on their hearts and what he did in their life. One quick thing before we jump into to sharing is we are going to get back to our regular weekly podcast posts. So just get ready for that and uh, excited to get to some specific topics and some things that we haven't got to cover so far in the podcast yet this next semester. So without any further ado, I got my friend Taylor here who's going to kick us off sharing about Passion 2019. Yes, I'll say all three days we were there were were unbelievable. Every session, what stood out to me, I'd say the most, just something that hit me hard personally um, was second night session four with Matt Chandler. He talked about just how God views us and how God accepts us back into that walk with him where where he wants us to be and a lot of times we when we're coming to Jesus or if you're coming off of a rocky road a lot of times you don't bring your full self back to that walk you you kind of put on your your Jesus face or whether it's coming back to church for the first time you you don't bring 100% of yourself you don't there there's a lot that you're hiding that you're not completely open about and 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 so a lot of times we feel like we need to, I, I just know for me personally, I, if I'm coming off of a low point just in my life and, and, I, and I'm coming to something like passion, I feel like, oh, I got I to gotta get back into it. Or I got to maybe start reading scripture or listening to some Christian music just to get myself back into it. So, you know, I'm not the only one not lifting my hands or something like that. And, and that's, that's not how God wants us to be. He wants us he, he wants us all with our flaws to come as we are. And Matt Chandler just mentioned how to be 99% known is to be unknown. Just to bring our brokenness into the light because you can't fight the devil in the dark, basically is what he said. And just to bring all of that stuff into light, into the light to Jesus. And um, God doesn't want, you know, you on your best day or or anything like that. He wants you right now as you are. That's the you he he loves and he created and and he accepts you like that and and so I think that was just that was big for me coming off this past year cuz I was not at a high point jumping back into the new year going into passion. That was just refreshing for me to hear that you know, I'm just bringing all my crap with me. God wants all of me right now how I am. I don't have to change a thing. There's not a thing I can do that will make God love me more or less. In this moment right now, this is how he sees me and this is how he wants me. So mm-hmm. that, that's just, that's something that stuck with me. That's yeah, good. that's good. I loved also how Louie built on what Chandler had mentioned earlier. And Matt Chandler talked about how it was the wound that was exposed that 
he that Jesus wanted to be brought to him because he already knows. And I love how he talked about how he made a good point about how a lot of times that's the thing that we try to cover up the most. And that's the thing that Jesus, you know, he goes after the most. And I absolutely loved that message. And I love that Louis followed it up and talked about the scars that Jesus had on his on his hands and on his side where he was pierced and and for me the the thing that struck me the most is when David the gentleman who was flown in from Kenya uh to come and speak to passion was incredible because they Louis talked in the first session about how some of the scars that we carry are are mental and he talked in regards about the father the fatherlessness in our generation and how that can create a lot of mental scars but David was abandoned and at the age of 10 he was on the streets of one of the poorest countries in the world and he had to take care of his siblings and he was even mugged by the police and they broke his arm but thankfully there were nuns that were able to take him in and nurse him back to health and when he ended up at the hospital that the police had figured out that he wasn't dead yet so they went back and they tried to harass the doctors and tried to harass other people to silence him but there was a justice program who fought for him and I love how it was just a beautiful picture of how no matter what situation no matter how hopeless it seems whether you're in a third world country or you're in the middle of a crisis here in America it it doesn't matter because God equally sees you he equally knows you and he equally is fighting for you on your behalf and that was monumental for me that God sees you God knows you God hears you he hasn't forgotten about you and that justice is prevailing because I know if you're like me and you spend a lot of time looking at some of the grim stories that the world likes to portray, it, it's, it shows that evil's winning, but really that there are people every single day that God is using on his behalf in order to set the captive free, and I'm just... I was just thankful to be a part of the experience. It was an incredible way to kick off this new year. It's good stuff, Chris. Um, so Chris mentioned fatherlessness, and uh, that's been a topic that has been just prevailing in our church lately and something that we need to address as a church and honestly as a world today. And Something big that just hit me is I I was leaving Passion, and I couldn't help but notice that there were tons of young men there, and a big issue in the church is drawing men, drawing young men to the church, being willing to be open and vulnerable and uh, willing to accept that they are broken and that they are in in need of a Savior, because men, we 
as men, we often are very prideful and we want to be able to fix things on our own. Um, we don't want the help of a savior. We don't want the help of a friend or a pastor. Uh, we want to figure it out. We want to, you know, divide and conquer. And that is who we are as men. And ultimately, that's how Christ created us. However, it was for his kingdom and for his glory to divide and conquer uh, on behalf of Jesus Christ. So the the big thing that struck me is there's so many young men that were at Passion and were open, who were vulnerable, who were willing to say, I am one of those broken people. I am one of those, um, and I'm willing to open up and allow God to use that. So that just really struck me, and it's kind of funny. I ran into a guy in the bathroom who I have no idea who he was. He was from Ohio, and uh can't even remember the guy's name, but what I do know is the um, the young man had a speech issue, and he he kept apologizing for his, um, you know, not being able to pronounce words correctly or finish sentences or thoughts. And um, I was just heartbroken, just standing there talking to this guy because it reminded me of all of the young men at Passion that, you know, when we do open up, we're apologetic of whatever we're carrying or. Um, and we want to apologize mm. for having a wound or for having a scar. And at the end of the day, um, God is, you know, Taylor mentioned earlier, God is wanting us to run to him and carry it with us. Uh, I believe Louie and a few of the other speakers, they spoke of, you know, you don't get cleaned up and run to Christ. That isn't the purpose of the gospel. The gospel is that God finds us in the broken, in the junk, Amen. and he comes and he grabs us and he heals us and he uses that to bring other young men and leaders to um, uh, faith. So that was a big thing that just really struck me. I loved it. I loved seeing the young men and it gave me hope as a generation that we are going to rise up and hopefully we will be the end to fatherlessness. We will be where it stops and that we can raise households and lead households and lead uh, one day our wives as a couple to raise godly children so that they can be the next generation uh, attacking issues one at a time. Yeah, and I was just super impressed. This was my first time at Passion, and I'd heard so much about it and you know, had so many expectations going in, and it was so cool just to be in a, a room filled with thousands of people just praising and lifting up the name of Jesus. And what just struck me was on the second night, Christine Kane, uh, she spoke on the just talk about faith and she ended up talking and starting off her talk about the centurion and how he believed Jesus with just the word that he was going to speak it and things were going to be done in his name that there was going to be healing brought to his servant who is sick in Luke 7 and it was just incredible she really gave us a big sucker punch um, just kind of calling us out on do we actually live out our faith do we actually own it do we believe God with a single word even though we haven't seen him or do we doubt him and something that she said that kind of called a lot of things to rise in my heart was something that she said, you can't impress God with your gifts and your talents, but you can amaze him with your faith. And I think a lot of times, especially if you've been in the Christian walk for a super long time, it's really easy just to kind of get to a point where you get really just focused on the general Christian walk and you can get overwhelmed with just reading your Bible and doing the daily checklist and saying that you have faith in God, but when things actually call upon you in times of trouble or things or questions are run through your head or through your heart by friends or anything like that, you kind of get to a point where you doubt what God has done 
or you can get to a point where you don't understand it and you begin to question his goodness and where he's from and how you kind of tie into that story and if you're really endeared to him and she just really just brought it home that night you know something else that hit me was just going back to Luke 17 6 that if you have faith like the grain of a mustard seed you can say to this mountain move and it will be moved and it was just so incredible that she just brought such an energy to the arena and really just called us all out on you know living out a faithful life and just knowing that like the disciples and everyone, it's a journey. Like it comes with the process of being a Christian that we need to believe that God is a big God and that like the moment in passion when you go out, you just feel so energized and you have all these people praising the name of Jesus and you feel like you're going to leave that place and just carry it on out in that energy. And then you realize that like, yeah, like I'm going to have to go home and I'm going to have to meet the hard conversations and, and deal with the stuff that's in your life. And you're going to have to walk the walk and talk the talk. And, and having that faith has to be in the process. It can't just be in a hype arena, you know, when it's convenient. That you have to call upon it in the moments where there is darkness and bring the light into that. And so Christine was just incredible and so many other speakers that brought it home. I love how passion doesn't call themselves just a passion moment. But they call themselves, you know, a movement. Mm -hmm. And I just think that it's so, so fluid that only God can recycle the broken and only God can recycle what we would discard or what we would try to hide away or what we would try to pretend didn't happen. Or like Totten was saying earlier, just rub some dirt on it, we'll be all right. Mm And how he uses that for his glory and that a little bit, a little bit of light goes a long way in the darkness and that, that we are his ambassadors, that we are his solution to the issues that plague our society because we aren't we aren't victims because we have victory Mm -hmm. and we fight we fight from that victory because he won it for us on our behalf so Mm -hmm. it was really really encouraging just to be able to refresh reset and now we're resent Mm -hmm. amen This was also my first year at Passion, and one of the things that stuck out to me was Christine Kane's message. She said, we have too many unbelieving believers, and I I called myself out on that because sometimes I find myself praying to God, help my unbelief believe, and oftentimes we confuse Jesus with people, and um, I think this, this 2019, I want to challenge everyone to truly believe in who God says he is and believe in the promises that he's promised us. And I ask myself, how can I ask unbelievers to believe in who Jesus is when I myself don't believe in what he says he's promised me? And so that's one of the things that I love passion, that burning in my heart, just trusting in God, believing and giving my anxiety and all my doubt and putting it at the feet of the cross of Jesus. And that's what I want to challenge all the young adults this year is truly live out your faith, truly live out what you are preaching, and truly trust in God. Because if you don't trust, how do we expect other unbelievers to believe in Jesus? Amen. I like what you you said there, Danny. I'm someone who is quick to 
put things at the foot of the cross. Mm -hmm. But then I also realize that I'm also someone who is quick to go pick back up that same thing that I just like put down. And it, it shows that I need to be, you know, more intentional with not just becoming familiar with Jesus and just familiar with how he moves, but just to be able to stand in awe of what he has done. Going back to the speaker from Kenya, he said that he said he had a picture of his lawyer on his desk that he would look at every day as a reminder uh, as to what God has done. And I just think that's so, that's so critical to have that daily reminder of the miracles of God and that you know, God hasn't brought us this far to see us, to see us fail, to see us go off. Yeah, and right. personally, I am putting feet to how, how it is I can just be like the, the lawyer who is using his, his greatest deficiency, what the world would see, is now his greatest victory. And that the, the scar that, that stings the most, the thing that kind of just makes you uncomfortable, is oftentimes the greatest story and the greatest testament that, that God uses and that, that my story isn't just for me, that it, my story doesn't even belong to me anymore because it was bought at a price. Mm-hmm. So it's his story to be, to be shared amongst other people. And I love how they talked about how you didn't have to have uh, three great points or to be able to discuss good and evil or to be able to have an answer you know, for every question. But it's just simply, man, this is, this is where Jesus saw me. This is where he picked me up. And man, this is how he is carrying me and how he's going to continue to carry me and how he's going to continue to mold me and how he's going to continue to shape me because he isn't impressed by some futuristic version of me mm-hmm. that you know, everybody's like, new year, new me, you know, resolutions are great, but Jesus isn't interested in a better version of me. Jesus is interested in a more accurate reflection of who he is. And that comes in the daily reminders that of all that he has done. So if uh, a young adult is listening to this, I want to challenge you. If you ever feel like you're stuck in a rut or you feel like God isn't moving, man, just write down your prayer requests, write down your thoughts, write down your cares, write down your anxieties, write down your fears, and then, you know, pray about it. And once you get a a consistent journal log, when you feel stuck, you can look back at all the things that you prayed about. You can look back to all the situations and you can see, and it's it's a gr- good reminder that God is actively working on our behalf. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Chris really hit on some things of we as believers, you know, what we get out of passion, just being reminded of what Christ has done for us. But I know that many unbelievers, and which is a big portion of passion, there's a ton of 
uh, new believers or people who have just been questioning um, Christianity for a long time, coming to passion for the first time and hearing the gospel. And uh, something, a common theme is so many young adults have questions. I still have questions. I I write down dozens of questions a week about Christ and what and what He's doing in my life, and I wonder all these things. And I've been following Jesus for nine or ten years now, and still am just flooded with questions every day. And just God put on my heart a few months ago, just Jacob, if if you must seek God centered answers in a God centered life, God centered answers in a self centered life are worthless. They're they're not applicable to what you're going through. If you're focused on you. So something, even before I was a believer, something I had to do is, you know, put the cross in front of me, remember and be reminded of the gospel and seek it and seek him. Whether I, and that was before I was a believer, I had to be willing to learn. And I tell you, passion has just, you know, has encouraged tremendous growth in my faith. You know, I I have questions. I'm reminded of questions every single day. And I'm not going to, some of those answers I won't see on as long as I'm alive, we just we don't have those answers. I have peace that heaven is near and that Christ will continue to grow in my life and provide peace and love no matter whether I have the answers or not. So each of y'all's takeaways were, it's cool to hear because all those things like stuck out, I think, to all of us on some level, hearing from the different communicators. And, and here's the other thing, like, it's hard to encapsulate this in, mm-hmm. in one podcast. I mean, we, we just heard three days worth of, of teachers and worship leaders and scripture being read and being, you know, linked together with 40,000 young adults is just an incredible thing that God did. And we, we can't encapsulate it all, but we did want to give you guys just a little bit of a, an idea of here's what God has done in this, not just in this event and not just at this thing, but in us at this thing. And just how, you know, we're hoping God continues to just keep growing our faith. And, and he will as, as long as we continue to pursue him, which is what a lot of you have already said. So we're, we're excited to see what God's going to do this year in 2019. We are excited about the fact that there is going to be a Passion 2020. And we're going to have tickets available at Westridge for a, another group that's of us here. to go. That's we're going to have even more. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have even more tickets available this time. We're going to bring in the new year together, which is going to be fun. So Rise uh, up. You'll hear more uh, info about uh, Passion 2020 later, but uh, it was a great, great week, and can't thank you guys enough for sharing on the podcast today, and uh, and can't wait to just continue to press in to, to Jesus together, continue to lift him up, and continue to, to give him glory, and, and see what he does with our broken lives that he's brought back together and healed, and just see how he gets glory from that. So we love you guys. Hope you have an amazing week. And we'll be back with another podcast next week. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. For more information about Westridge Church and our young adult ministry, please go to westridge.com slash YA.